Wait, is the music? You can add it in later. Oh, okay. I'm Michelle. I'm Janelle. And this is Little Miss. Okay, when I was watching these last two episodes, literally, we have like a rule that we don't talk when we watch it because we want to like save everything for the podcast. But I literally wanted to text you and be like, you were wrong. I was right. <laughs> but I didn't. Um, I saved it for this moment. <laughs> Thank you so much for rubbing it in my face. Um, <laughs> I am disappointed. As mm. Charity said, I am disappointed. And also reflecting on my choices. Oh my gosh. I, one of the, my takeaways is that like charity is one of the sweetest people ever, but if you get on her bad side or if she is like mad at you, you don't want to be on the other end of that. I literally was like, if she talked to me that way, I would cry. Like, I feel like I would want to impress her so much. And if she was disappointed in me, I would be so sad. Yeah, no, I, I would want to be on Charity's good side and I feel bad for anybody who is not. Um, mm-hmm. So wel- welcome back to the pod, guys. Um, we know <laughs> it's been a minute. We're sorry. Um, but today we're going to be recapping the Hometowns episode as well as the Fantasy Suites episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, there is so much to go over. Yeah, I guess we should we should just kind of start into episode six, which is hometowns and then since we have watched the next episode we might accidentally kind of go back and forth but we'll try to kind of just stick with this episode and what we were feeling when we were watching it but it isn't as fresh so we might forget a few details but we both took pretty good notes so we'll we'll see yeah so correct me if I'm wrong the first hometown was Aaron B right yep in Houston yes so yeah my general impression, I, I literally, this is like the first thing I wrote down on my notes. And I said, you know, if the only thing that happens this episode is that Aaron B gets the approval of his family, I'm going to be okay with that. Because it seems okay. like this man really just like needed a moment with his family, needed to like connect and everything. And his hometown date was like, it was so cute. And like it was fun and everything. But like, that was like my main takeaway from Aaron B's whole experience is like, he just needed some family time. Oh, I love that. It is funny how this show can like bring families together and they have these conversations that are like so private, so intimate, and yet they're captured and put on like national television, but it like heals families. Kind of love that. No. And I love Charity noticed it too. She was like, oh, I love this family. I don't think she loved Aaron B, but I, she definitely loved the family. She was like, this home makes sense to me. Like, this is the place where I, I could be like, it was just so cute to me. Like, even though I didn't want them to be together, like when they were, he, he took her to his, was it his high school football field where he played? Yeah. That was his date. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took her to the football field and had them meet like matching Letterman jackets, which was just like so cute. So high school romantic and everything. And I just thought like, if this was a different connection, this could have been the best hometown of the episode. Yeah, I agree. It it was interesting. It started off in Charity and her ITM was just saying, you know, Aaron's the furthest behind, but, you know, this could be the chance for us to catch up. And so it kind of started off at that note. And then also in the previews to the parents, this one was interesting because it seemed like these parents were going to put up a fight. Like they, they usually try to, you know, edit it. So it looks like the parents are going to be like mad or, you know, have a lot of emotions and, 
yeah, this one, they were great. They literally loved her. The brother was super supportive too. Oh yeah. Um, I thought their interaction was so, so sweet. Um, the brother, I can't remember if it's the brother or the mom, but they kept saying like, Aaron is so gentle and he's so passionate and they just had so many good things to say about him. No, genuinely, the family really sold me on Aaron B, which is hard because I have had like zero cares for Aaron B since episode one. I was like, wow, this is like such a great guy. Like, I still can't get over like this feeling that I don't like him, but he sounded wonderful. <laughs> yeah, through this whole thing, I kept thinking that I was I or that, you know, Aaron was going to change your mind just because of how they were portraying him in this. Did it change your mind at all? Um. It made me want to change my mind. Mm-hmm. I I still, I don't know. I still feel like Aaron B has an issue letting things go. And I feel like the whole protective vibe that he has had is still like my problem with him. It's like, I feel like he's overly yeah. protective and not necessarily like invested in the right ways. But I will say it made me feel a lot more sympathy for him. Yeah. You know, one thing that I absolutely loved about this episode was Charity and the mom. I felt like had such an honest heart to heart. And the mom said to Charity, if he proposed today, would you be ready? Would you say yes? And Charity literally looked this woman in the eye and was so kind and said, I I don't think we're there yet. Like, I don't think I could say yes. Um, I think she clarified after and said like, but that doesn't mean I couldn't get there. But I was like, way to be so honest. And it didn't change how the parents treated her. They loved Mm -hmm. her through that entire thing. Like, it was amazing. No, I really appreciated how honest she was. And she wasn't just like, yeah, I definitely could see it. Like, she was pretty brutal with them in a kind way. And still, they were just, like, so welcoming and so wonderful. Honestly, all the families this hometowns, I was just like, wow, this is, like. Oh, my gosh. I loved all of them. This is good. Yeah. Um, and then the funny part to me, was like, I was like, oh, Charity, you can't say things like that. She was like, oh, I'll see you at Christmas or I can't wait to come oh, back. And I was like, Charity, that was not no. Good. That was not a good moment. I was like, no, I know. Because then if she breaks his heart and then the family never sees her again, the family's going to be bitter and they're going to be like, and she said she was coming back at Christmas. Yeah, um, that was not a bright moment. Yeah, I mean, it ended really sweet. I really couldn't, obviously, we hadn't seen any of the new, the other hometowns yet. So I couldn't tell how it was in comparison. But I was like, this is very, very strong. It was a good for, start for him. Yeah. Oh, and then my last note, when they were dancing on the football field, I thought it was so cute. But how, how they were dancing looked so awkward because this man's tall. Aaron is super tall and charity she reaches up and gives him like a hug around the neck. And instead of letting go and then holding him around the waist or something, she just continues to hold him around the neck and then dance. And this man is so bent over that I'm like, he's going to have back pain the next day. Like, I felt so bad for him. I didn't pay attention to that, but I have seen multiple moments this season where I was just like, these height differences with charity are going to cause some problems. So I can totally visualize exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, well, we can go to the next one. The next one is my first. Well, (laughs) Joey, I'm a Joey stan. I love him. Now, to talk about his uncle, (laughs) not a fan. Um, But Joey's in Pennsylvania. Um, We can kind of skip around with this. We don't have to go in order if we don't want to. Um, 
But I mean, basically, it starts with the tennis date. And it starts with Charity starting the whole day off saying, I want to tell him that I'm falling in love with him if everything goes well today, which took me so off. Charity keeps like just wowing me with her takes on everything. But start of the date hasn't even started. She says, I'm going to tell him I'm falling in love with him if things go well today. I literally screamed. I literally was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I love a good tennis date because I play tennis. Um, I thought his outfit was so cute. The one that he so bought cute. for her. Oh, so cute. Um, And then she says this line. She goes, he's cute. Wait, I don't know exactly how she goes. She goes, he's cute. But he got even cuter when he's playing tennis. So that makes him the cutest. And I was like, what a cute little math equation there. No, she she was falling so in love with him. And honestly, I, I get it. When someone is doing something that they're very good at and they're trying to bring you into it, there's this feeling of wanting to be a part of it and like admiring them. And I mean, with my partner, hearing him talk about his passion at a literal like job related event was how I was like oh I I could definitely be with this person forever because when you see them in their element it's just a whole different thing yeah no exactly I was thinking of tennis too just because well I play tennis and my partner and I um have recently started playing and I've kind of been giving him lessons and it it was kind of fun to watch that um interaction and just kind of be like oh this is kind of like us a little bit that's cute. Well, they had their cute tennis time. It was adorable. And then in walks Joey Sr., Uncle Joe. Um, <laughs> wow. I was, so, I was so confused at first who this man was. And Joey, I assumed it was his dad. Like, I just, I assumed it was his dad. Um, Joey did look scared, though, which I feel like it's kind of explained later that his uncle like makes him nervous but like oh no he looked like hella nervous as soon as he walked in I'm not gonna lie for like a split second I was like is this a famous tennis person and I just don't know because I'm not involved in the tennis world and he's oh that's so funny that's my uncle Joe and his opinion matters the most I was like oh this is gonna get real awkward real quick yeah um okay one of my favorite things that uncle Joey did before he he's not my favorite anymore but before when I didn't know any better one of the parts was he goes like I can help out so he's feeding charity balls and he says to her you have decent hand-eye coordination which like this woman was like a professional cheerleader she can literally do a backhand spring like a standing backflip so like to say that she's got decent hand-eye coordination I was like ooh, (laughs) yeah I the whole interaction between charity and uncle joe just was, I don't know. I always, I always think like, okay, these people only get so many dates while they're on this show. They have to make every moment count. You would want, especially your hometown date before you have to go and spend all of this time with your family where you're going to be separated for basically the entire night. You would want that time to be just you and the person that you're interested in so that you can improve the relationship, talk about what needs to be talked about. And if I was Joey Mm -hmm. watching uncle Joe, lightly insult the woman that I am trying to form a connection with I would not be happy and all of the things that Uncle Joe said later too 
about Joey not feeling 100% and like seeming like something was off. It's like, of course, you stepped in and stole this date. Like he was trying to have his moment and Uncle Joe came in and took it. And I don't think that was his intention. But if I were Joey, I would have words for Uncle Joe and I would be like, this is not okay. Why did you do this? Who let you do this? Yeah. Well, and I, I kind of look at it as I think it was a hundred percent producers. What I'm guessing is the producers, you know, they kind of set up the home, they're talking to the family and they get uncle Joe alone. And he goes, Oh yeah. You know, Joey's a people pleaser and he doesn't always show his true self. And they're like, we're going to put you on the date to cause a little drama. So I feel like when he walks in, Joey's got to be like, are you kidding me right now? Because exactly. I feel like this date is so, so important. And that mm-hmm. alone time, because typically, typically you meet the family first. Well, no, typically you go on a date, then meet the family. Right. But it they depends. switched it a little bit. It depends. I've yeah. noticed some of them get a morning date. Some of them get an evening mm-hmm. date. And I wonder if that um, has to do with when their flights come in. That's exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's all based on scheduling and probably flights um but yeah it was it was interesting but I don't think she actually talks to Uncle Joe until she gets back to the house and meets the family right no he he just gave an ITM oh at, okay, okay at the tennis court saying that something okay. but they didn't actually have that conversation Something yeah. I want to note because I've been sleuthing around and we had been talking this whole season about like, okay, Charity's ex, why do these men remind her of her ex? She said right before they went to the hometown, like to the home, she said, I've never met a family that isn't the same race as me. Now, mm. I don't know what kind of, uh, maybe she didn't meet the guy's family that she dated for six years, but it would seem that the whiteness isn't the thing in Brayden that was similar to her act. So I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Um, no, that's a good point. Um, okay. Well they go. Okay. Oh, this is the other thing I want to know. I had a brain fart. Um, okay. The thing I want to talk about is one of my favorite conversations that Joey and charity ever had was when he tells them how you know his father came out as gay but his parents still basically co-parented and have this really healthy Mm -hmm. relationship and put the kids above anything else and everything and we didn't even talk about the dad once during this hometown like we introduced him and I can't remember if they had a conversation but like we didn't see if the dad had a partner we didn't see if the mom was remarried like Uh, the dad barely had any time at all like we didn't see conversations right and okay, this is like jumping ahead a lot. My hope is that um, obviously if Joey does not win, he becomes the bachelor, but then we get a whole story arc of, you know, his dad and all this kind of stuff, because I feel like, I mean, not only would it be really good TV, but like, I feel like that's a story that like the public should hear. Like, I feel like that's got to be so inspiring and there's probably people out there who have gone through something similar and need help in navigating it or it can be like oh you know I thought I was the only one who had parents this way or I don't know I just feel like it could be so healthy for the public to see that no I agree because I also feel that the show has has shown like this is what a long marriage looks like or this is what a divorced family looks like exactly and usually, yes. I don't think we've ever seen one where it's like this is a divorced family that's getting along really well and isn't just smiling to make the cameras like feel comfortable 
So I think Mm -hmm. it would be very healthy to see that. Um, And honestly, if Joey doesn't win, I could definitely see him being a contender, even though I am still holding out hope for our dear sweet John B. But (laughs) true. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad either way. But for me, I feel like Joey is too precious to go on paradise. Like I just feel like all the girls are going to want him and he's going to get overwhelmed. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just I also feel like he might, he might be too precious to be the bachelor though. Cause I do not see That's Joey knowing true. how to break up with that many people. Oh my gosh. You're right. Like, I cannot see it. It could either. possibly crush him. And I don't want Joey to be crushed. I want to protect him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Back to this date. One of my, one of the interactions, Charity is talking to the sister and the sister says, you know, like, how do you feel? And she literally tells the sister that she's in love with Joey. And I was like, so crazy. So I was kind of hoping, which I was like, is this, is the sister going to break like confidentiality? Like, is she gonna, you know, go tell Joey or not? And she doesn't. Um, And then one of my favorite, one of my favorite shots, and I, I'm sure some cameraman is kicking themselves the mom was wearing a very like a sleeveless top I can't remember if it was strapless or how the sleeves were but how it was cut when the mom was talking to Joey it was only like her collarbone and up and it literally looked like she was wearing no clothing and I don't even remember what they talked about because I kept being like who did this to her like it like straight up, you'll have to go back and look. It looks like Joey is talking to his mother and his mother's wearing no clothes. Oh my gosh. I really wish I would have noticed that because that sounds hilarious. No, I was dying. I literally was like, who did this to this woman? I I didn't notice. All I the notes I did take from his conversation with his mom, though, were not not regarding that. <laughs> um, but he was basically just saying with charity, he knows how to be himself and is comfortable. And he was like, expressing that it's so nice that they can talk about serious things but get through those conversations with ease and it's not like awkward or there's not tension Mm -hmm. which also that's a really good sign for a relationship if you can have serious conversations and it's not contentious that's a great place to be because then if you are going to come to like big things down the road in your relationship you know you have a solid foundation of getting along and working through things so honestly joey and charity could be amazing together I I don't know who she's gonna pick oh yeah I have no idea at this point um and then I think after the mom is when Charity goes and actually talks to Joey um and do this guy's just very honest um or does he talk to Joey first I can't remember if it's Joey and then her or her then Joey um I just have Uncle Joe speaking oh it is no it is her talking to Uncle Joe okay Okay. yeah because he he, wait no I think he was talking to Joey there's so many Joes and Joey in my notes it is so no I know I have I have Joey talking to his uncle oh okay I think Joey talks to his uncle first and it's probably while Charity's talking to someone else in the family Mm -hmm. and he basically says that he just didn't think he was super comfortable in the tennis court and I'm like well no duh if I was if I was giving tennis lessons to this really hot girl who I like and then my uncle walked in like I'm not gonna all of a sudden be like yeah you know like that's not gonna make me comfortable and then and then the uncle asked the questions or I have this quoted are you portraying yourself or 
someone she wants. And Joey didn't even think about it that long. He was like, no, I'm being myself. And then the uncle mm-hmm. was like, but really, are you? Are you? And I was like, dude, let him let him be like he's an adult. No, the one thing I will say in defense of Uncle Joe, who I do not want to defend, is <laughs> in the most recent episode, I feel like this makes more sense because Joey does open up about being a people mm-hmm. pleaser and feeling like he has to be perfect. Yeah. And so I could see Uncle Joe thinking that he's doing a great thing here and being really well-intentioned and being like, I'm I'm helping you be true to yourself and not please people. But right. he's like, no, like legit, dude. I like her. I feel comfortable. Yeah. I want to marry her. Like, it's fine. I'm not putting on this yeah. front. So I yeah. hope Uncle Joe is wrong. I get where he was coming from. But the yeah. way he went about it was just like, no. Yeah. Um. And then I think the thing that, frustrated me and and I didn't think there was anything wrong with him having a conversation with Joey because obviously that's his nephew that's who he's close to my issue was when then he didn't say to Joey I'm gonna have this conversation with Charity as well because he literally had the exact same conversation but he wasn't there to defend himself Joey was not there to say oh actually no I am being my authentic self because Joey told his uncle he was, and then the uncle still went to charity and said, like, I don't know if he's being thought authentic self. And then you could see for the rest of the day, charity's really emotional about it. It's really affecting her. Like they're Joey, it's so sad. Joey's they're both literally sitting on the bench and Joey's like, she won't look at me. Like she started crying when I left. And he goes, I can't tell if they're happy or sad tears. And then she didn't even get to say that she loved him. No, it was, it was honestly very crushing. I'm sure the producers loved it because it was their little bit of drama for the week, but I really felt like it would have been way more respectful for uncle Joe to be like, Hey, like, are you comfortable if she asks about this? Is it okay for me to talk about this? Or at least like, what would you want me to let her know? Cause he defended Mm -hmm. like Joe, Joe, we, said I feel comfortable your concern is invalid and then he still went to her with it I know that's, that's my whole issue mm. yeah I I don't think inherently there was anything wrong with Uncle Joe I'm gonna call him Uncle Joe and Joey I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with Uncle Joe wanting to bring that up because I think yeah if he's seen those traits in Joey before then yeah of course bring that up this is marriage we're talking about but the fact that literally yeah anyway we've we've said it before but yes yeah and then I mean she she literally leaves and she's sobbing she can't look at him and I just wanted to know exactly what was going through her head like she just didn't yeah. she seemed so confused no she really did I was sitting with my partner and we were watching this and he was like well I'll tell you one thing it ain't looking good buddy and I was like that would be the <laughs> worst thing to say to Joey right now but truthfully like charity did not seem fine Joey did not seem fine I'm really glad things turned out better later because I was feeling a little anxious. I was so, so worried. Um, Yeah. Is there anything else about this date that you want to add? I don't think so. I think we're ready to move on. Okay. So we go ahead and start in Cleveland, Ohio with Xavier. Um, How you kind of feel about Aaron V is how I feel about Xavier. Now, I will say I love the yarn aspect. I love that he was knitting. I always always felt like he was kind of quiet, but like he was a big contender. And then last week when they, or the week before this, when they had the conversations where he was like, I don't know, committing to one person for the rest of your life. 
life seems like a big deal. That's when I got the ick a little bit. And that just kind of led me into this. Like I almost had a, a bad taste in my mouth throughout this whole date. How did you feel? I was obsessed. <laughs> I, had, I had no ick. I had no ill taste. My my thoughts and feelings at this point, which was before everything else that has happened, at this point, what I was feeling was like, okay, this is him in his element. All these other times he hasn't been mm. in his element. So he's been awkward and he hasn't really known how to like, you know, do stuff. And I was like, this is Xavier vibing. I I feel like he's communicating really well. Like it takes a lot to be able to teach somebody how to do something. I was like, so clearly mm. he's able to teach her how to knit. He's showing her what it's like to be chill in his life. I really trusted him throughout this whole like day portion. Yeah. I, I was in it. I was smitten. I was ooing and awing. <laughs> I was so in it. Okay. I will say I did think the knitting date was cute. I also loved how he prefaced it and he asked her like how long she could hold her breath or something like that. So then I was like, like going scuba diving in Ohio, like what are they doing? Um, but I thought it was really cute. The thing I didn't like is while I thought the people at the knitting class maybe added some to it, it was clear that Xavier didn't know any of them. Like it wasn't like it was his friends, which I, I don't know. I would say I do love a date when they bring in the friends. I don't know. I think that kind of says a lot. So it would have been you know what would have been cute is if he brought in all his friends who don't knit and he's like probably mm-hmm. here to knit and his friends are like bro we literally don't knit but um, no that would be funny I did think it was a little bit odd that he it was clear he didn't know any of these people like at yeah, all I that did strike me as like a little strange because it seemed that he was familiar with this place and he goes there and I was wondering right. who these other people are and whether or not yeah. they normally go there I yeah. thought it was really sad, the story about the boy who knit the girl a scarf and then she had a girlfriend, but I also thought it was icky because of the other story that I have personal experience with like that, which I think I told on a previous episode, um, but it was- Wait, I, I'm totally forgetting. What's your story? Did I not tell this? Oh, wait, was this the one where someone knit one for your sister? Yeah. Uh... So I can see the other side of it too, but I did feel yeah. bad Okay, I thought this story was going in a different direction, and I thought he was going to say, but <laughs> maybe this is bad as we think he, I thought he was going to say, by the time I was done with the scarf, I realized I was gay, and so I didn't want to be with her anymore, <laughs> and that's, that's where I thought the story was going, and I thought it was going to be so funny and cute, and then I was like, oh, well, now it's just sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that was not great, but the the whole day I thought it was a really cute thing I thought it was really personable um his family too I don't know about you but I I definitely loved his family first of all they were watching from the window when they pulled up which I thought was hilarious his mom his sister they're adorable they start sobbing the second he walks in they look so happy he's crying they're crying and I have a tendency to trust a man who cries (laughs) I felt so emotionally invested in this hometown date I don't even know how to like I can't even put it into words but that being said I have like at least a page about the words that I put it into Uh, did you have an ick for the family no loved the family and then okay I will say while at the beginning I felt a little bit of the ick just because of the previous episode and him talking about commitment I will say when his mom I don't remember if his mom or dad was like 
oh no, he has been talking about getting married for a long time. He wants to be a dad, all this stuff. I was like, okay, maybe I am rethinking this. Okay. But also we'll get to this later after seeing this last episode there, that mom was lying. There's no way Xavier was talking about getting married unless he was just saying that to his family. Well, I have, okay. I have a theory about that. Okay. But should I say, I should save it for a second episode, but I have yeah, a yeah, theory. Yeah, okay. Just remind me, I have a theory about okay. Xavier's words and the way he's using them. Okay. Um, but yeah, this, this hometown date, the sister, Chelsea, I want to be her sister. She's so Oh fun. my gosh, yeah. She is in yeah. love with Charity. So that is amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. I really appreciated that when Charity was speaking with the sister, she was like, yeah, I, I am in love with him, but I haven't verbalized that. Or she, she said she's moving from like into love, but she hadn't said anything. So she was being pretty straight up with all of these families about where she was at mm-hmm. and not really. I liked that. This, well, this- I really, I really like that because you say you do get married. That's your sister-in-law. Like what a way to mm-hmm. start the relationship of already confiding in them. Yeah. And I feel like this is charity, like showing the families how much she cares. Like mm, even exactly. if she's not going to be with that person, like she's showing them like I am honest with you I I am being intentional about this entire process um the mom I okay so when when Xavier was talking with his mom he was talking about how comfortable he is with her and then he also started talking to his mom about like how he was feeling hesitant and everything and like Mm -hmm. how he's been having trouble like communicating that stuff and that's when the mom like starts saying like, no, like you want to be married. Like you want to be a father. Um, you're just afraid of the time commitment and that's going to play into my theory. But I thought, Oh, interesting. I thought it was really interesting that the mom was recognizing, like it might be this situation that's like triggering your anxieties. Like Mm -hmm. in another scenario, maybe you'd be a different person. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. I didn't, catch the mom saying that um I don't really have a lot more to say about Xavier so if there's anything you want to add in there it seemed like you had a lot so please like go for it oh I mean we don't have to get into all of it because it's basically dismantled in the most recent episode um but (laughs) I thought some important things that Charity said that just matter in general she said there's nothing more attractive to her than a man who has a who has a plan for his person and who is a person with a plan I thought that was really well said and very intentional. Um, and also something that his father said is love is a feeling where nothing else matters. And it truly is unconditional. Um, and he was asking Xavier if he felt those things. And Xavier said, I'm ready with her. but I don't know if she'll choose me. And I think that Xavier might have started putting doubt in himself about whether or not Charity really trusted him enough. And then that's where all of his stuff spiraled from. Um, oh, interesting. But yeah. his his parents continually were like, "Don't hold back. Be honest with her. Tell you how. Tell her how you feel." And granted, it really didn't work out for him being honest. But in everything, I do appreciate that he wasn't sugarcoating and he wasn't hiding anything. And even though it is the bare minimum requirement, I'm glad there was at least that. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended in a really sweet way. Their goodbye seemed sweet. It just, everything mm-hmm. did seem so perfect. 
It did. Yeah. And I guess we'll get to that perfect. <laughs> get to the next yep. episode. Yeah. But speaking um, of Mr. Wanna... Perfect. Oh my gosh. Freaking Dotton. I, I can't tell if, because they've done this in other seasons where they'll make it look like there's a clear front runner and then last episode everything switches and it's not who we thought but in my mind while I do love Joey it can't not be Dotton like truly after this hometown day it was like solidified in my head that it's Dotton she literally was the most nervous to see Dotton of everyone like you could tell she cared the most what this family was gonna think I I literally just got chills while you're talking, Michelle, because (laughs) I agree. I feel so strongly that this, I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but Dotton randomly ending up on The Bachelor two weeks before it started. It feels like fate. It looks like fate. They're both terrified of it because it seems that way. His family was wonderful. Oh my gosh. I was obsessed with them obsessed grandma so cute I love her she said she said they were bonded from heaven from and it was making her body shake because she was so happy yeah oh my gosh literally if they don't end up together this grandma that's that's not fair to her like they got to do it for her at this point the fact that his parents flew back from Nigeria Mm -hmm. to be here for this even though it's a television show like, you know, you know, Dotton had to speak with them or at least tell producers and be like, tell them that I'm legit serious about her. Tell them that like, this could be right. my wife. And like, I really, really want them to be because if Dotton wasn't in it, his parents would not have flown from Nigeria. He would just been one of the people mm. whose parents don't come. It right. matters. It does. I, I did hear on another podcast, the theory where they thought Dotton knew that his parents were going to come and he was just pretending to be surprised, but I haven't watched it back. I'd be curious to watch it back thinking of that theory to see if he actually looked surprised or not when they came around the corner. But my other thought was either this family is loaded because flights from Nigeria, not cheap, or the producers really wanted them there and knew they'd make good TV and flew them back. Okay. I also believe that they are loaded, but for a completely different reason. Mm. The mom was wearing the same earrings that chloe kardashian has been wearing in all the recent episodes for her interviews no for the kardashians on hulu <laughs> oh i'm dead also the mom said um she was like i'm gonna throw you a big nigerian wedding and i okay and in nigeria they go all, all out for weddings we just had a friend get married um in you uh Oh, they got married in Zimbabwe. Yeah. And their wedding, oh my gosh, they go all out. So like, I mean, if they're going to do a U.S. wedding and one in Nigeria, that's wild. It's going to be crazy. No, I was, I was just so obsessed with how welcoming the parents were and how wonderful and accepting the family was, especially like their culture is very specific to them like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that come with being not only immigrants but also being from Nigeria and like Mm -hmm. they were just like yeah like we're gonna accept you with open arms like you'll learn the other stuff later but like we want you here I thought that was such such a beautiful moment um 
Also, I would say, I was just going to say, I think they're fans of the show because the sister they're talking and she goes, Charity goes, oh yeah, one of my best friends is Nigerian. And the sister said something along the lines of, right, I remember that. And so I was like, either they were hardcore fans of Charity or like once they knew it was Charity, they watched her season. But you don't just say that. Like, that's also, I would never remember that. And I watched this show. So like. No, that's know. interesting. That's very interesting. I did not catch that. Um, one of the things that I did love that I think her name is Adenike, uh, Dotton's mom. If mm-hmm. it's not, I just wrote that down, but I do think it's a nice name. Um, yeah. but Dotton told her like, yeah, like well, I'm starting to fall for her, but he said that his brain needed to match his heart. And that ends mm. up being a theme throughout the following episode of people saying either my brain doesn't match my heart my heart doesn't match. Dotton has always said his head and his heart are in the same spot which I thought was amazing uh-huh. and I really loved that his mom was just picking at that and was like okay like let's talk to Chariot about it like is her head in the same place as her heart like mm-hmm. I want my son to be in the same place I just I felt like their conversations their questions were so intentional um specifically with the mom but also like the other family members um his brother also said like he's the long-term guy he's the most faithful man I've ever seen like (laughs) this family is good yeah no I it made me fall in love more and more with Dotton seriously he was just Mm -hmm. amazing um I believe I can't remember did yeah I think she tells him that she's in love with him right Um, I can't remember I'm trying to remember because they went to the drive-in movie yeah. Oh, that was so cute with the baby photo. It was very cute. I I didn't write down that she said that, but she may have. And I just I think she said it, it in her ITM. Um, she did tell Jesse Palmer that she was falling in love with everyone. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we want to go then to her conversation with Jesse, or is there anything else? No. That, that's all I have with Dotton. Um. Jesse oh, Palmer. Oh. I was going to say the last thing about Dotton that I thought was so cute is the mom said she's already adopted her into the family. I love that, that was so sweet. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, also I'm just talking about Jesse, we never see this man anymore. Where is he? I guess Where he's finally he back from Sasquatch hunting. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She tells Jesse she's back in LA. She tells him that she's just super torn. Like she doesn't yeah. know what to do. And I she believe said- her. No, I believe it. She said she saw a life with Savior and she was falling in love with him. And then she's like, well, but I also I'm I could also be falling in love with Joey. And I I I wish I had told him that. I feel like he needed to know. She's giving so much affirmation here. Mm-hmm. So much. Yeah. yeah. No, she just is really torn. And I feel like a lot of times, in my opinion, leads kind of know who they want from the beginning and I truly think she just was just torn she just didn't know mm-hmm. um okay so then we get to the rose ceremony and did they fly all these men in on private jets or did they make it just look like that because they're all okay. walking past a private jet so here's the thing and I've spoken with my sister about this I haven't done the research yet but I will update in a future episode this is where they do the hometowns rose ceremonies in several seasons Oh, really? They did this in Pilot Pete season. They did it in JoJo Fletcher's season. Mm -hmm. I want to say they did it in someone else's season recently. 
But mm-hmm. this specific airline hangar is like the hometown's breakup airline hangar. I don't know oh, why. I'm wondering if it's just like really close to the like whichever airport they're flying everybody into. So they just set it up that oh. way or if like Warner yeah. Brothers owns it. But they have done this so many times. And I remember it because I remember Jojo dumping her top four guy on that exact same bench and her like sobbing and then I was watching Charity like on the bench dumping and I was like this is just the same thing all over again oh weird I now that you talk about it I do kind of remember the pilot seat Pete season I just haven't watched the Jojo Fletcher one um yeah no I it felt like the whole ceremony she was trying not, not to have like not to cry and also, when all the men are walking into doing ITMs, Joey said, this is my first time ever having worries because mm-hmm. I forgot how they, in my head, I was like, Joe, you're fine. But then when she left Joey, she was literally yeah. crying and could make eye contact. So, and they don't, they don't talk after that. So I get it from his perspective. He would be super worried. So then when he said he was having worries, I was like, oh crap, no, I'm worried for Joey. Like I got a little scared. Yeah, I I felt like he was going to make it through, but simply because I felt like Aaron B was just not going to. Mm-hmm. Our our friend and I were literally chanting Aaron B's name during the rose ceremony, which yeah. is so disrespectful. I'm so sorry, Aaron B, but like we <laughs> didn't see it working out for you, and you came back anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah. So I mean, basically, she calls Dotton Xavier, and then it's just Joey and Aaron, and she says Joey's name and immediately she's like crying she's walking out and she's she's sobbing and you know nehemiah is at home crying too because that was his brother <laughs> <laughs> literally i i did yeah. feel so bad for aaron b because again one thing about this man he is confident he did not see it coming he was legitimately oh. blindsided he yeah i will say i feel be on I haven't been on the show but I feel like contestants might kind of get an inclining that they're not gonna be get the rose but this man no idea they he thought they were gonna get married yeah yeah um okay so then I mean if there's anything I'll go at the rose ceremony I was just gonna talk about the um preview to this next episode we're gonna talk about um so obviously we know that who comes back and everything but during the preview charity's like oh my gosh she's not supposed to be here blah 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 I fully thought it was Brandon I really was convinced that they were just gonna bring him back for some drama and it was gonna be a really funny like she just hardcore shuts him down and it was just for like some drama effect mm-hmm. um but that was my whole take so I was waiting in this episode and then I was like oh <laughs> I was very wrong I for for a bit I thought it was going to be her brother again like coming with some like hot take or something Oh yeah. Uh, but it makes way more sense that it was Aaron B obviously mm-hmm. but if it had been Brayden that would just be ugh. I thought it was just going to be some like comedic relief like truly I thought they were just kind of giving her this arc to be like I told you kind of like you know the Hannah Brown like, yeah give her a little Hannah and, like, moment yeah um yeah, but uh, let's just jump into episode seven, Fantasy Suites. Oh, oh my goodness. So, uh, okay. Um, So, it takes I... place in Fiji. Fiji. Oh, also, this episode almost convinced me to return to Fiji. I, I went to Fiji in high school, and I got terrible food poisoning that basically ruined my entire <laughs> trip. And I vowed mm-hmm. at that moment that I would never return. This episode kind of convinced me. It's beautiful. 
so funny. Yeah, I literally was thinking like, should I honeymoon here? Like, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Um, so she's <laughs> talking. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just at the beginning while it was doing like her, you know, narration over things. It was showing all the guys kind of like walking around and stuff. And I don't know how to explain this, but Dotton walks like a sad asparagus. He's just like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like a little bit of veggie tails, a little bit of, I don't know. But when he's walking on the beach, he looked really depressed and he was kind of hunched over and I just couldn't unsee it. Oh, it was so, <laughs> so sad funny. looking and so cute. And I just wanted to give so him good. like a big hug. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it, it did look beautiful when all of them were walking around. I was like, dang, what a place to get your heart broken or fall in love. <laughs> like I could do either <laughs> there, you know. Um, but she's talking to Jesse and she talks about falling in love with three men. Um, I think at this point, I don't think she's told. all. I can't I can't remember who she's told and not told. I know she said in ITMs that she's falling in love with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Xavier's first. He's got a date and they bow out to a private island. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, I thought it was so beautiful. And she said it was one of like, I don't know, 30 some islands or something out there. Mm-hmm. And then, so they're on the beach and she keeps saying like her friends are going to come. And it is just, it is a, a cultural dance and music group mm-hmm. that's coming out onto the beach to sing and dance for them and teach them. <laughs> um, It was, okay, the thing that gets me about these things is like, Yes, it's so cool to learn about the culture of where you're from, but it's always them standing awkwardly for like 20 minutes watching this whole thing happen. I I thought the same thing. I was at least give them chairs or something because they both literally were just standing there. They didn't even mm-hmm. have time to like look comfortable. They just were standing there and it looked long. It did. I was just um, like- And then, you know, the part that really made me laugh was then- it ends and they immediately like, okay, you're coming with us. So like they get on the island, they say hi for maybe three minutes. They do this dance in front of them and then they take charity. So Xavier's got to be like, dude, yep. what the heck? Like, um, no, I feel like these dates are always a little bit of a disservice when they like take the guy and the girl away. Cause then you're not actually bonding yeah. together and you're getting more anxious, especially when you find out that they're reenacting a traditional wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's intense. Um, yeah. So (laughs) my favorite scene though, is when charity comes back out and they've got her on a freaking throne Mm -hmm. and they're carrying her. And what does he say? Like, that's my queen. And I don't know. He's making references to woman King and yeah, it it was cute. Like it was definitely cute. I just, you could tell how heavy they were setting Xavier up for failure here. And it was like, in this moment, I knew I was like, Oh shoot, something's going to happen. I don't know what, but something's going to go wrong. I couldn't tell until they were doing the wedding and he just seemed like a little bit annoyed, but I was like, I'm probably overthinking it. And then he gives the analogy about the delicate flower. She, they're like, what do you love about charity? And she goes, he says like, oh she's a delicate flower that I hope I don't crush or something like that and at first I kind of was like oh interesting like I'm not really one for poems or that kind of thing so I was like oh maybe I just don't understand it but then as soon as Charity was in the ITM talking about it she goes I don't really know how to feel about that I was like all right they're only showing this because now it's a downfall 
Yeah, it it just felt it, I didn't see what happened coming, but I could tell something weird was going to happen. Yeah. Um I found it so funny though, not in a good way, but Xavier kept, has kept saying throughout the season like marriage is like it's not business, it's it's an investment. I'm like, why are you talking to your potential future <laughs> wife about her like she's a transaction? This is no, not the way to win a woman over. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just, there was so much foreshadowing of heartbreak and it just kind of wrecked yeah. me. Uh, yeah. But then before they show us the night portion, they show the whole Aaron B in the USA yeah. getting on his plane to Fiji. And I couldn't help but feel that this was stupid. Oh, yeah. I I kept thinking the whole time, well, we just know, again, I keep thinking it's for, you know, kind of comedic relief I guess for the lead to be able to say no and show how invested they are in the other people um which we'll talk about it later when he actually gets there but I kept thinking it was stupid too I was like this is really like maybe if it was he was going to LA it'd be one thing but like the other thing is far yeah and the other thing that bothers me is when they do this it puts the lead in the position to look like oh you can't make your own choices. You don't know how to make your mm-hmm. own decisions. You're wrong. And they do this to the bachelorettes way more than they do it to the bachelors. And I don't like yeah. the narrative of like, well, she was just too emotional to make the right choice. So now I'm going to come back as the man and show her the choice she should have made. Right. I, it right. just, it kind of gives we, me- I Yeah, I haven't thought about that. We rarely see women in coming back to go after the guys we never see that I think maybe interesting there's probably been like one or two but it just feels like this is definitely more of like a Mm -hmm. a bachelorette narrative and I I don't like it yeah not Aaron B's fault but again that kind of like almost like toxic masculinity of like she didn't know to make the right decision I have to make it for her I'm gonna go fly to see her like you got something home I'm sorry she didn't love you enough but it's it's time to go yeah. that's how the game is played though yeah I like know, if you're set home, you're set home. <laughs> um okay so then we go it goes then back to Xavier Zate um and they're talking and basically I can't remember if this was an ITM where he actually she actually said it but basically I think it was an ITM she goes like she has this fear that Xavier could hurt her and so then I was like oh no something something's about to happen and they're talking and it's going okay and then he says he has something to admit he literally Um, in his itm says i have a secret yeah and immediately i was like oh okay he's a cheater yeah that's the only secret secret that would matter to her is whether or not he had cheated and i will i will tell you michelle in my notes it says i was wrong period I'm yeah, so you were like, it. you were like, he is the underdog. He's gonna come and win okay, the whole no, thing. No, but, but let me defend myself. Later mm-hmm. on, when she's actually dumping him, she says, "I thought it was you. I thought you were the one." That is true. So I, I wasn't wrong. That. He just messed up my plan. <laughs> yeah, Charity <laughs> was on the same page with you too. So, <laughs> so therefore, I um, am correct. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, so wild. Literally, he said. In the past, I was unfaithful, and they kind of, like, talk about it. This man starts to fight for his life at this point. He's digging himself a hole, and then she basically kind of says, like, well, I'd like to ask you 
a question. He goes, you want to know how much? And she goes, well, yeah. And she had been cheated multiple times over the span of six years in a relationship. So like major trauma. Um, And he says it was multiple times in a five day period after two years into a relationship. Two years is a long time and multiple times in five days. I want to know, was it different women? Was it the same woman? Like, yeah. And it sounds like he was on like a guy's trip. Yeah. I, what I hated is then in that same sentence, he said, well, I wanted her to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he said, I know that's wrong, but, and I chose myself instead of her choosing yourself would be calling your girlfriend and saying, Hey, this isn't working for me. Not sleeping with somebody. There's a difference. That's not choosing yourself. That's just being a bunch of words that I'm not going to say on this podcast. (laughs) No, the things he kept saying, I was like, my guy, you just need to stop talking. Um, he says, well, she basically says, well, you know, would you ever do that with me or something on those lines? And he goes, he, he, he was like, no, you'd be my wife. Like that was just kind of a girlfriend thing. And she was like, I loved her attitude and her spice in this conversation. She literally was like, "Uh, excuse me. Um, you don't cheat on anyone. And then he kind of was like, Oh, well, and she was like, no, you don't cheat on anyone. I, it just felt in my mind. Oh, and then she's got the date card. So then she's talking about what it means and everything. And it kind of just felt to me like he almost wanted to sleep with her because then he goes, well, tonight was going to solidify things for me. And like, we were going to figure it all out. And I don't know if you got that vibe, but that just kind of put like an ick taste in my mouth. It was a question in my mind. I also, so this is the thing I was going to say about, I don't think that Xavier is using his words very well. Mm-hmm. I definitely think he could have been trying to say like, can we please just discuss this in private? Because I feel really exposed. I feel oh, like he could have been, I feel like he really could have meant like, I I need tonight to be able to explain this to you with detail, like go into all of it. Like he'd be happy to do that. But that he right. was like, obviously camera shy because he doesn't want to be labeled as a cheater to all of America, which he has been. And frankly, it's it sounds fair. like he deserves. Um, <laughs> but the other thing I kept noticing is like, you're saying, he's like, well, yeah, like, I just don't know that I could commit. I couldn't commit. I think what he's trying to say has to do with like it just hasn't been enough time to know that I'm gonna marry you I don't think that he's trying to say like well if we were dating I'd be okay cheating or that it's okay to cheat on girlfriends I think the point he was trying to get across is he doesn't know if he's ready to settle down with somebody but the way that makes it sound Mm -hmm. is like well I'd be okay having a girlfriend and a couple side pieces yeah yeah granted no that makes sense I don't know that he's actually done the growth I don't know if he's yeah. actually ready, but if, if what his parents were saying is true and he is ready to get married, I just feel like he could be having a hard time saying, I'm not ready to marry you. I'd be interested right. in dating you, but right. I can't guarantee that that's where it's going to go and that you're going to be my one forever person. That is a really good point. I hadn't thought about it that way. And I will say if I've got a camera in my face and half my brain is kind of going, okay, how is this going to come across to America? And you're trying to kind of defend yourself, but also be honest because I really do think he 
did love or was falling in love with charity. Mm-hmm. And so that is a really good point of, you know, you're conflicted. You're like, Hey, am I just super honest right now? Or do I, you know, I'm also on camera though. I'm being recorded. So it's yeah. definitely a, but yeah, she's, she's so mad at this point. I, and reasonably so yeah. I, I also to wait this long when he knew that was her trauma. Well, and that's my thing is I think he was going to wait till fantasy suites to talk about it. Cause he didn't want it to be public knowledge. I think he was holding oh. that deep, deep, deep inside. Oh no. And I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know why he brought it up on the evening portion, yeah. because if he hadn't, I think he would have gotten into fantasy suites. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. He would I have feel, gotten fantasy Honestly, suites. this is the stupid thing about Xavier. I think his honesty got the better of him. He was like, no, I do have to tell her before we go into fantasy suites. Like I need mm. to do this. Mm. I don't know. I, I, this whole yeah. conversation, like I saw some of the memes afterwards that are coming for him really hard. And I totally get that. But I just felt like I really wished for both of their sake they could have had this conversation in private, not necessarily in a fantasy suite, but maybe just with the cameras off because for charity, this is like, this is big. This is deep. Like she Mm -hmm. has a lot of things that I feel like she needed to say. And I feel like he had a lot of things he needed to say simply for the fact that they could like end the relationship in a healthy way. And just in that position in a real life, non-TV scenario, like, I feel like they would have hashed it out way more and had a bigger conversation and at least hopefully reached like a somewhat safer place to say goodbye. So I kind of mm-hmm. wish that they had had that chance, but I'm also glad that it didn't go any further because it's it's obvious he's just not ready. He's, he's absolutely not ready to be, to be married to yeah. somebody. Okay. So it was all <laughs> just him leaving was so sad, but then basically goes to charity the next next day in bed and she's talking about waking up alone and how it's so sad and I love this quote she said this isn't a man or this isn't a build a man workshop Mm -hmm. um which I I guess in my mind I didn't really think that he was a front runner but like you said I think Charity actually did and so this is why it was so tough for her but I am really proud of her for choosing like herself and her mental health at this point because truly I think that's what it was for her and I think what ended up being so great Xavier being the first date she then was reminded by two men how absolutely wonderful she is how absolutely Mm. loved she is because both of the next two dates went beautifully Joey's going into this date thinking it might be over it's not going to work and by the end I literally was like oh they they look like they're on their honeymoon. Like the right. love in their do eyes. You, do you actually think Xavier's date was the first one? Or do you think they just put it in that order? Oh. Because I, do you think Charity would have told the met, the other men that he left? Because multiple times Dotton kept saying there's two other guys here. And so I was kind of wondering if maybe they switched the order on us and we didn't know. Maybe I would have to rewatch and see. Yeah. Because I would have to see like what was her emotional state the morning date with Joey. Right. I think that would be the the big clue. But yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. They do anyway, that. Just something. Yeah. I was saying there's something to think about. But I thought Joey's date started really cute. He's like just. He's kind of in the middle of the nowhere, just standing there. And then Charity rolls up in a little 
dune buggy um and then it proceeds to stop working and this gave me some insight into charity because she's talked a lot about how she's a perfectionism and she's really when she was younger she saw her value in other people and what they thought and achieving perfectionism and when she couldn't even though it was a small thing when she couldn't get this dune buggy to work she was getting like visibly frustrated and I was just thinking I'm actually a lot like her and I was thinking yeah like if I had wanted this date to be perfect in my head and then this happened I would be annoyed too but I thought Joey was so sweet with it no this is one thing that I was thinking about because they are both people pleasers they could actually have a really good relationship because they will call each other out on their people pleasing and be like stop doing Mm. this it doesn't matter so I yeah. think that this was honestly a really good sign for them because yeah, Joey was like, it's not a big deal. I got it. Even though if he was in the same situation, he might have freaked out too. That's very true. Yeah, because then he tries and then he can't get it. Um, but then they're walking away holding hands and it was so cute because she was like, oh, this sucks or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but any day I get to like spend holding your hand is a good day. And I was no, like, teary. Was so I was crying. Cute. I was so sad. So sweet it was um, so sweet and then they go to this then, waterfall yeah oh my gosh yeah and this is okay what I love about Joey some guys would wait till the evening portion to bring up the elephant in the room some guys would wait mm-hmm. Joey didn't he was like you know what let's talk about it now like we had a hard conversation you were crying and it didn't really feel like it was about what you said you were crying about like are we okay like talk to me like what did I do wrong like what can I do better he put it out there at the front and I love, I love for that. that. I was also thinking, cause I wrote something similar. I was thinking how many days were in between from the last time that Joey saw her leave and crying till here, because he probably thought about that day and night. It probably kept him up late at night. And he probably, I do this. I don't know if you do this, like in the shower, you have those fake conversations with someone of like how it's going to go. He probably had that conversation multiple times. So by the time he got to her, I'm sure he'd already rehearsed it so many times, yeah. but I, I agree with you. I thought it was, it was so sweet. I thought it showed his emotional intelligence to be like, look, I'm not going to spend a whole day with you and pretend that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. If it's not. No, I, I just really respected him. And then, of course, they worked through it really quickly. Like, it yeah. it was not even a big deal. Yeah. They were able to feel good. And then they were making out in this beautiful waterfall. <laughs> and I was very jealous. And it was so cute. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, she also talks about Uncle Joey. She li- Or Uncle Joe. She literally says what he said. And yep. he kind of explains him. And yeah, no, literally worked it out perfect. Um, it was, it was and- beautiful communication. It really was. And then not a lot happens. They kind of just go into the evening portion. Um, Where they have a full-blown Maybelline ad. It's literally just her. Oh, no. It was literally just them zooming in on her makeup while she was putting on her makeup. And it's all Maybelline products. I was like, wow. Okay. So we are poor this season. Yeah. (laughs) Um, At the evening portion, Joey starts um, sharing some of his insecurities. Mm -hmm. He talks about you know, how he's a people pleaser, how everyone thinks he's just confident all the time. And I, I don't know, I really resonated with him because I feel like people pleasing is one of the things that I struggle with. And so I just, I felt very like seen in this conversation and I was like, way to put this out there in front of all of America to watch this conversation. And Mm -hmm. you could just tell 
Charity was soaking in every single word. She says she's similar. Like you could just see the love in both their eyes while they're sharing this heart to heart. No, I, I, the quote that I took away from it, Joey says people fall in love with the idea of me mm-hmm. and I don't, he said, I, I strive to be that person, but I am human and I don't want to like push the other person away. And I really relate to that idea of like, people can see you as something. And that's what they have in their mind. And then if you don't live up to that standard, you either have to distance yourself from them or like try to conform to what they want because they're just not ready for the real you. And I'm so glad that he told her that because like you're saying, I think it is what bonded them together because she seems to have that exact same experience. And it was good enough that he was like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I've been waiting to tell you, I love you. And it was it was a really beautiful moment because I genuinely believe both of them. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they do the whole date card thing and Charity's like, could our love reach new heights? I was like, Charity, what are we talking about here? Um, but no, I was literally just so excited because if these are the conversations that we're seeing them have in public, imagine like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're just going to share their hearts with each other, you know? And also in the most amazing fantasy suite I've seen in a long time, it was cute. Oh, yeah. They didn't just get a hotel room like, like Dot and did. Like it was, it was a multi-level. It was stunning. Like mm-hmm. oh, so many yeah. places for having conversation. <laughs> um, And then the next morning, uh, Joey and Charity are laying there and she says, there's joy in my heart. <laughs> it was just so precious it was just and I love all of Joey's little phrases like the things Mm -hmm. that he said like I don't remember what it was I didn't type it out but he said something like super cute and romantic and cheesy and I was just like oh I just want them to be together um and then it was so tough for me to go into this day with Dotton because then I literally was like oh shoot I kept thinking in my head well maybe Dotton's not as good as I remember him and of course he is and he was better he was amazing she truly has two amazing men oh my gosh um they go jet skiing which in my we've kind of talked about dates and how they're not ideal this also isn't my ideal date unless you're on the same jet ski because like with jet skis you need to keep a good 20 feet for safety too you can't be like jet skiing next to each other you can't talk you'd be yelling at each other you can like smile and wave but like when you're talking about getting married this is a very unideal date yeah I'm glad that they ended up on the sandbar so that they could actually have a conversation because yeah. if the whole date had just been them jet skiing around and then going back and having dinner oh that would have been so yeah. bad yeah um okay the cutest thing I took from this date was Dotton literally told her that he has never watched the show and he didn't know how it ended. He didn't know that you propose at the end. He said one of the men was, they were like talking in the um, bachelor house and or the bachelor mansion. And someone was like, oh, well, what are you thinking? And he kind of was like, what? And then he said, but when I thought of you and I, I was okay with it. I thought I was, was so dying. Sweet. It was so no, precious. Honestly, I think the biggest win for Dotton is the fact that he had no idea what was happening the entire time. And so he literally just mm-hmm. let himself fall in love because he wasn't worried about competition. He wasn't stressed about getting engaged. He was just literally loving this girl. And this then he's man like, oh, doesn't shoot. know how the show works. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, shoot. I'm supposed to get married to her. 
all right, like I really love her. Like that's fine. But I, I know, also, if someone would have said that to me, I would have been like, oh, we're getting married. No, but I also feel like that's why he's starting to get jealous is because now he's realizing mm. like, oh my goodness, someone is actually going to marry her at the end of this. Like she's going to be off the market. Like if I don't do this yeah. now, it's yeah. done. And at yeah. this moment I was like, okay, I want to get, I want them to get married today. Like right now, like I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> Have them get married on that freaking sandbar because yeah. I feel like Dotton has just the most pure form of love he could have yeah he seems just so precious um yeah they make out a lot and then it goes into the night portion and I kind of felt like this could be foreshadowing she's wearing the cutest white sparkly dress and I was like this is so bridal and then I literally was like this is foreshadowing and he's wearing white too and then they're walking in the hallway and he pins her up against the wall and I was like I know whoa hold on yeah going to dinner yeah, I was like, wait, we're not in the fantasy suites yet. Um, she says at one point, like, thank you for being my fairy tale story. Like, if they don't, if they're not endgame, I don't know. Like, it it doesn't make any sense to me. This will be the biggest heartbreak. And there's no way they're going to get Dotton to be The Bachelor. I don't think Absolutely so. Absolutely not. He would not. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I feel like he's genuinely falling in love. And I feel like he's too smart to be like, yeah, sure. Let me get broken. Like, uh-uh. No. Yeah. And um, they also have a really big heart to heart. And he talks about how his fears can kind of start to run away with him. But he isn't scared with her. It just everything he said was making me melt. Like yeah, everything. I, I just was like, oh, my gosh. Well, and this is the part like what his mom said and what he was talking to her about came back. He was like, my head and my heart are aligned. Like they're in sync. I, I know I love you and I feel that I love you. Mm-hmm. And they both are just bonding over the fact that they're just so scared that like it's so good because neither of them have had something that's so good, which is so sad mm-hmm. and beautiful. And I just want them to have that. <laughs> No, it, everything about it was just so, so beautiful. Um, Basically, he says that he's genuinely, he's genuinely in love with her. And then she almost can't hold herself. She's like, I wanted to say the same thing to you. I, oh my gosh, I was just melting this entire dinner. I was just melting. No, I'm literally um, so happy right now. I'm like smiling <laughs> so big. She was, she said, I am 100% in love with you. I love yeah. you yeah amazing um and then the date card comes out she says will you read it they decide to go to the fantasy suite and then he goes this is our first night staying together and maybe it'll be the first the first night of the rest of our lives or something and I was like yeah she was like you want to stay with me and he said this night and every night yeah yeah (laughs) um and then she was like we're your favorite prince and princess (laughs) I, oh my gosh and then I it got steamy like they, she was like closing the door she said goodbye leave us alone yeah yeah but, oh I just I really want them to be together yeah. I really I mean either Joey or Dalton I would not be upset with either of them but I think the sad thing to me is that I know if Joey ended up with charity I don't think Dalton would be on any more bachelor shows so this is selfish i would rather have Dalton win because i think joey would be the bachelor or maybe he'd be on paradise and so my selfish motives are like i want to see both of them on our screen still yeah and that's why no i get that in the morning when they woke up they looked so in love mm-hmm. and 
I love that Dotton and Charity have continued holding on to this like happy girl, happy boy comment that they keep using. And when mm-hmm. they wake up, she's like, I'm a happy boy. And she's like, <laughs> she probably said I'm a happy girl, but they just cut it. But yeah, yeah. I want more Dotton on my screen. Like this man is a sweetheart. So sweet. He I... just is at this point where he just wants to move or he says he just wants to move on and he wants to move on with her. Like he just is kind of like, look, this is my ed game. We're going to get married. Let's just do the thing. And I love um, that for him. I really do. Me too. Um, yeah, so then oh. Aaron makes his way to Fiji. He made it there. Apparently, it just was never told anything about how hotels work. Oh, I'm so dead. No, but I think producers set him up to look 100%. stupid because I I think they were like, oh, go ask them. Also, the fact that I mean, granted, this is a TV show, so it's different. But would you ever walk up to a hotel front desk and just ask someone for their first name? Like, if I was looking for you, I'd be like, hi, do you know where Janelle is? Like, they'd be like, no. <laughs> as as someone who has worked in the hotel industry, the answer is no. You always lead with yeah. a last name. And if, you know, the let's I'm giving a 10 out of 10 for the woman that was working the desk. She did the right thing. You never give mm-hmm. out someone's room to anybody. It doesn't matter if they have a film crew or not. You do not give out a room right. number to somebody that is not that person. Yeah. Good job, I... ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kudos to her. Um, I did love that. They did make him just walk around the resort. Oh, um, the awkwardness was They kind of gave him a f- this full edit. I did feel a little bad about but I was, I was enjoying it. He was just, he truly was just looking everywhere for her. He was, yeah. he was going up hallways. Um, And I love the shot where she's sitting there talking to, I'm guessing producers. Maybe she brought a friend. I don't know who it could have been that were people out. staying at the resort. I kind of thought how funny if she's kind of like, yeah, I'm on this dating show. Uh, I'm dating three guys right now. What do you, what do you think? Like, you know, talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the shot of her talking and he literally walks right behind her. Oh my word. It was so funny. Yeah. And um, then she looks genuinely shocked. No. Yeah, she is genuinely. Um, And then this conversation went completely different than I thought it was going to go. How did you think it was going to go? Here's the thing. I expected her to be nice and I expected mm-hmm. her to affirm him. I did not expect her to say she's thought about him every single day since she sent him home. That I did not yeah. see coming. And I also I know if she was kind of gaslighting him a little bit because she felt bad because he flew like halfway across the world for her. So I was thinking the same thing and kind of the people pleasing aspect Mm -hmm. there's no way when she was with dot or joey she was thinking about this man there's no freaking way it's just not true um then she's like she talks about being overwhelmed um i thought she was gonna be nice but send him home kind of like when brayden came back and it was kind of like closure um i thought she was just gonna send aaron home and then she talks about how she was falling in love with him and this man stays he doesn't go home yeah and then it basically cuts and she's like overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do yeah and when i tell you when i saw this man in a suit in the preview i screamed literally next week he was wearing a suit i think it's the rose ceremony <gasps> do you think Oh, they didn't have a rose ceremony. I firmly believe they're having him dress up for the rose ceremony and they're shooting it like they would for final two. 
with it. He's just going to get sent home again and get heartbroken again. Because I don't see her loving him more than she loves Joey or Dalton. I just don't. You know, she didn't. She didn't give out roses for the fantasy suite. Usually Mm -hmm. they do though, right? Uh Uh-uh. They do it at the end. Oh, they don't? Because remember last okay, okay, okay. Yeah, with Gabby okay, and Katie okay. and like all the awkwardness. Yes, you're right. And you're the right. The ceremony from hell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. Um. Yeah, no, in my mind, I was like, he's going to interrupt a proposal or maybe he's proposing, but that makes sense. I mean, Erin has to go home at this point. Like she literally has told the other men that she is in love in with love them. With so them. yeah, I, I don't see him staying. I think it's a caught, like the footage was like teasing us. Yeah. Um, but, but we honestly, get that in two weeks too. Next week yeah. is mental all, so we have to wait. Oh my goodness, the mental all. I okay. Do you know what I think is really funny? Hmm. I know that everybody is hyped up for like an Aaron B and Brayden like face off for them to like yeah. hash it all out at the mental all. They did a joint Instagram post, if I remember correctly, yeah. that they're chill now. Yeah, and I saw I was listening to a a Bachelor Nation podcast where one of them came on and they said they they're fine now. So I think the beef is going to be with everyone in Brayden, <laughs> everybody else in Brayden, yeah, and probably everybody else in Xavier and Aaron S. I don't remember his last year. Yeah. The other Aaron, the firefighter. Um, yeah. no, I'm excited though. Next week's going to be some tea. I feel like, I feel like it's going to be big drama, big yelling. And mm-hmm. I really hope that charity is okay. And I hope that she's happy because being happy going into that is way better than being looking at all your exes and knowing you're still single. Like Rachel Reckia had to you're do. Right. So you are right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, well we are almost to the end of the season. <laughs> Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. couple of Bachelor Nation highlights before we go. Abigail and Noah are getting married. Oh my gosh. Their proposal photos are the sweetest things I've ever seen. It's so cute. They're adorable. So um, cute. so sweet. Yeah, I yeah. love them. I'm happy for them, and we also needed this because. It was also confirmed this week that Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick officially have separated mm-hmm. and are not getting back together. Their engagement is off, which made me very sad. So they never got married. I guess I thought they were married. They were just engaged. They were engaged. Wait, he's the one who proposed on her on podcast. On her podcast. Right? But oh, okay, no. crazy thing. I was listening to Game of Roses podcast. Go listen if you haven't. And several months ago, they got a scoop that said that there was a very big couple in Bachelor Nation that was planning to break up, but they were waiting for the media spotlight to move away from like all the drama that was happening about two months ago. I think it was Kate and Jason. So I think it's been coming on for a little while now. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I heard little rumblings of stuff. And then apparently at one point she had posted on her Instagram story, like if everyone could just like leave me alone right now. Remember I'm human. Um, And then it got deleted really quickly after she posted it. So that is too bad. Well, I wish the best for both of them because I I do really like both of them. Yeah. I hope that they each find healing and happiness and yeah. So we have a happy and we have a sad, but yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I guess until next week where we're going to just have a lot of drama. <laughs> so much drama to go over. It'll be a great time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's always good chatting with you, Michelle. Oh, love you. <laughs> All right. Have a good night.